Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special edition of the Suns Report podcast on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network. My name is John, and I'm the host of the Suns Report podcast, and I'm joined via phone by my co-host, Matthew Lissy. Matt, what's going on, man? John, you healthy? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? You got a cough or anything? No, I'm good. For right now, yeah, I'm good. Have no fear. The Suns Report podcast is still here. Uh, a very interesting day in the NBA kind of a, a series of events that have unfolded pertaining to the coronavirus. I think it's COVID-19 is what everybody's calling it. And it's leading to some pretty unprecedented steps and measures from a precautionary standpoint taken by the NBA. So we're going to talk about those momentarily. One thing that is not unprecedented is me drinking a beer while I'm talking about this stuff. So let me pop this bad boy open and we'll drop the beat and we'll talk about it. So Matthew, kind of a kind of a weird day in the NBA, huh? Well, it's the weirdest day for me, and I actually just saw Bill Simmons tweet out that this is the weirdest day in NBA history. So it has to be the weirdest day ever because he's um, he's been around longer than me, <laughs> and I've seen a lot of games, and I'm fairly more newer than he is at basketball. But dude, this is just crazy. I. It started, it started out as kind of like a joke. Not a joke. I mean, people are dying, but just like, you know, like, oh, like, hopefully you don't get coronavirus. If someone's sick at work, it's like, hopefully they don't have coronavirus. But it's actually happening now where people are getting infected close by. So the way that the NBA is going about it, I'm actually kind of happy they're shutting things down. I think it's the correct thing to do. Uh, what's your feelings on this and how they're handling it? I'm with you. I mean, it sucks, obviously, as a basketball fan to say, hey, we don't know when we're going to start playing basketball again, especially when we're about 60 games into the season and the end is in sight and, you know, March Madness is right around the corner and we're kind of used to the rhythm of watching sports in our life. We have spring training baseball and then we go into March Madness and then it's the end of the NBA season and the playoffs. And, you know, for anybody who's listening who's living under a rock, uh, what happened today in the NBA is they decided to suspend the season effectively or effective immediately. I mean, I was just getting ready to watch the Pelicans and the King uh, and the Kings game this evening. They canceled that one uh, or suspended that one, or I'm sorry, uh, or post- or postponed that one, which they also did earlier with uh, with the Jazz game as well. So initially, you know, as as the day began and uh, Woj tweeted out uh, something along the lines that the NBA was either going to continue the season with no fans present or postpone the season until, you know, they could uh, gather further information pertaining to the coronavirus. You know, it's kind of like, hold on, what? And that news came right after March Madness announced that they're going to continue with their games, but they're going to do so in empty stadiums. And all of a sudden, you know, that's when it it starts to, to hit home because, it feels real because it's affecting your sports. You know, it's one thing if you're like, hey, I hear that somebody in Washington isn't feeling good. There's some virus that came over from uh, China. And, you know, is is this this year's Zika virus? Is this this year's SARS virus? Because it feels like this time of year, there's always some virus that is 
affecting people somewhere, but it's gotten to the point where they're canceling the NBA season. Yeah. Do you think they're actually going to cancel the season though? Cause I know suspending it and then maybe let this blow over after a couple of weeks and then come back to it. Do you think they can come back to it within a couple of weeks? Yes. Yes. And I, I misspoke there. They they're suspending it. They're not canceling it. I know that, but I'm just saying if they're going to suspend it and then they go a month without no basketball, you think they'll come back to continue the season and still have playoffs? Or do they just completely cancel the season and then start again next season? I don't know if that's possible, but I guess we'll see. I mean, it goes I, – I, I was thinking maybe two weeks to a month maybe of suspending the game. But anything after that is going to be kind of ridiculous to where – they're going to have to come back and finish the season. All the players are going to be out of shape. It's just going to be very strange. I, nothing we've ever seen before. Uh, so it would be very interesting to what happened. Um, I was actually on Twitter, and I saw uh, Devin Booker, the way he found out. Did you see he was playing Call of Duty? No. And someone told him. And he had the whole Kobe White-like reaction where he's just like, whoa. <laughs> like, like, he couldn't believe it. And that's the way I felt. Like, this is completely insane. So I don't know. What do we do now? Like, what – we just continue to watch the news, like Fox News and ESPN, just to see the latest updates, I guess. I don't know what else to do. Well, the first thing you do, Matthew, is you wash your hands. I do. I wash my hands five seconds, twice a day. <laughs> I sing Call Me Maybe while I wash my hands, and then I hit it with some Purell on the way out of uh, out of the office there. So, you know, I'm definitely sanitary. But, you know, that doesn't do anything, right? Like, I guess washing your hands, it helps, but, I mean, you can um, you can get the disease, like, from anything, I don't. I don't even understand how washing your hands would help if you run into somebody that has it, and then rub your eyes, or you know, your if you put your hands in your throat or something like that. You know how that happens. <laughs> well, I think what you know just makes it so weird is just the point that you brought up. Is is what's the next step? Is the NBA going to continue the season? just pick up right up where they left off and continue, you know, and just the the finals go into July this year. I mean, I guess we that that's what makes today so strange is all of a sudden, you know, we've all seen those movies where there's the virus. I think there was one with uh, Matt Damon a few years ago where a global epidemic started and no one really took it seriously. Then all of a sudden, like everybody's dying. And, you know, it's like uh, I was yeah. talking I was talking with some people at work today. You ever seen the movie 12 Monkeys? No, actually, I've heard of it. I've never seen the whole movie. My God, it's such a great movie. But yeah. but that's kind of the same thing, you know, where it's like some virus essentially wiped out the majority of humanity. And it's like, it, that's what makes today feel so weird and eerie. It's like, oh my gosh, like these steps are being taken now to such a dramatic yeah. level that, you know, is this what's happening? You know, again, I'm, me personally, I'm not overly scared about this because I just think that, you know, I'm 37. I'm in good health. I take care of my body. I wash my hands. I, you know, I work in a, in a nice environment and I have a nice immune system. You know, I don't shun away germs, but I think that prevented being preventative is the best measure here. And that's what the NBA is doing. Now, do you wish that the NBA was doing something similar to the NCAA where they're like, listen, we're still going to play the games, just no crowds. Um, the only thing I feel like that ruined it was just Gobert um, getting the virus to where, now he's infecting everybody within the NBA. So mm-hmm. I think the, the smartest thing is just to actually suspend the season now because it already leaked to the players. Like if there was no, if there wasn't a player that actually was affected by it, then maybe there wouldn't be any cancellation of games. It would actually just be played without the fans, and you could just hear the players curse all game. But I know. That was actually that was really <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, I was definitely looking forward to that. Um, 
my first con- uh, my first thing like my first takeaway from this was the NBA um, their um, ratings are way down are not way down but they're down so mm-hmm. maybe this is a way to get ratings back for people to stay home and watch the game and now I know they were talking about having the season um, start later in the year I don't know if you heard about that like start two months later and then end two months later mm-hmm. that way they get football season like and, their own season and the NBA has their own season yeah so I, I'm not saying this has anything to do with it it's just kind of crazy that we thought about that then now we're spending the games and maybe playing until July or August so we'll see how that works out with ratings and all that and maybe this is a way for the NBA to kind of test that out and see how that works not using the coronavirus as an excuse but it's already happening so it's like we can test this out and see how ratings are within uh July and August with the finals in August. That's an interesting take. That's for sure. You know, I think, yeah, uh, I know. but I think, you know, we, we had talked about in previous pods, how the ratings were down and kind of what the NBA's response was going to be. You know, again, I think that on the March madness side, the, the tournament's going to continue until the same thing happens until they find a player who is infected somehow, some way with this virus. And then the whole thing will shut down as well. I mean, if they're going to follow precedent, yeah. that makes sense, right? So, I mean, I'm, we'll see how that goes. How do you think this affects the players? You know, now they're going to have kind of, you you alluded to it a little bit earlier, they're going to have some free time on their hands. It really changes the complexion of a very interesting NBA season, not so much from a Suns fan standpoint, although we've won 26 games and and we're looking good and the core is looking good and, you know, we're getting ready to to close out the season strong. But also for all these teams that are competing for playoff spots, I mean, there's a certain rhythm to the game that you utilize when you play, and now you're not even going to be playing for some weeks. I mean, it's going to be an interesting time period once they come back and start playing, if and when that occurs. Yeah, because you saw it even when the Suns played the Trailblazers. Like, the Blazers are really fighting for that extra spot, the eighth seed. So you see them in a more competitive way this time, coming out against the Suns to where they can't mess up, they can't blow this game. Because the Suns are a team they should be on the same level, but you can see the competition now, how everything's getting really honed in and you can even see like the competition for the MVP this year, how LeBron had the comeback sort of, I still think Giannis is the MVP, but we have like 20, 18 to 20 games and like LeBron's coming back with surgeons and he might even have the Lakers at the top of the the standing over the whole NBA and has a chance to win MVP, his fifth MVP. So that was a little bit of a, that was a story going towards the end of the year. Now LeBron's going to have more time the rest I feel like he can handle rest better than a lot of players because he takes such great care of his body but then you start to worry about the other players like are they going to think of this as like you know an actual spring break to where they can just do whatever they want Uh, I'm sure they'll have practices still but who knows the players are getting infected and we find out more players are infected with the coronavirus then they might even not not even have practices so the players have to put it on themselves to take care of themselves and to make sure that when the season does start again, that they're ready to continue to um, either go for that eight seed or, you know, go for the MVP, like I mentioned, LeBron and Giannis. Yeah, it's an interesting point in the season because there is about 20 games left for the majority of those teams who are fighting for those final playoff spots or, or jockeying for positioning when it comes to seeding. So this is going to be interesting once they come back to see you know, is it going to take 10 games to get just back in that physical shape? I mean, these are the best basketball athletes in the world, and you don't expect that two weeks off, essentially from live competition, should overly affect them. But everybody's still a human. You know, they're going to go through those same emotions that we're going through of shock and awe and what's going on. And, 
you know, should I not travel and, or should I stay at home or, you know, be like Devin Booker? I mean, Devin Booker's going to get a lot of Call of Duty hours in, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's not too upset about that. But, I mean, any, any player that's missing basketball is going to have a hard time. But as long as you got a hobby like playing video games, you're going to be just fine. Yeah, stay indoors. You know, it's like uh, we've, yeah. the, the past 20 years of society has moved to more of a staying at home, you know, having the accessibility and the information of being out there in the real world, but you can do it all from the comfort of your house. Well, now we're being encouraged to do so. Yeah. We can lock and we can knock out a lot of podcasts, I guess this way, you know, again, it's a, from an NBA fan standpoint, you know, are you happy, sad, frustrated, or just kind of, it's still too soon to, to navigate those emotions that you're going through with this news. One interesting like kind of take I had on this whole thing is, you know how the NBA offseason is just so much, it, it, it has a lot of attention now to where there's stories every day, almost every week about something happening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is kind of a little mini offseason that we're, we're still going to have a lot to do, a lot to talk about. There's going to be things going on, not, not like trades or like drafting or, you know, the NBA draft, but just there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about still. So I don't think we're going to have any shortage of that. I think it sucks we're not going to be able to watch the NBA and, but it's very, very, I think it's very good what they did. I think canceling the games right now and postponing them uh, is exactly what I would do. And I think a lot of people agree with that. So I think they took the right action to do it now instead of actually playing games, having more people get the coronavirus. Not to say that they're going to die from it, but I don't think you want to be infected with the coronavirus after it's spread all over the news because everyone's going to think of you differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. Colbert totally. right now, Colbert right now is, you know, he's going to be thought of different just because of what happened, but just because I don't think anybody wants the coronavirus, but the NBA is doing the right job right now. I'm kind of frustrated, but I'm at ease right now. It's just a little bit of a weird day. That's what it is. That's all. No, I can, I completely agree. You know, again, precaution is the best way to approach this situation. It is an unprecedented situation that the the league and the nation is facing when it comes to an epidemic like this. Cause again, the world health organization uh, said today that it is a pandemic. So, you know, it's be- better to make sure that everybody stays home and stays healthy versus finding out after a week that now 5% of your players are now infected and your fans are getting infected. And again, you know, it might not necessarily kill them, but I mean, nobody wants anybody to get sick period. And I think that, Although it does suck from a, a fan standpoint where we do love watching the game, it's, you know, they're doing the right thing. I'm glad that they did the right thing. I still, uh, it would be kind of cool to see a couple games where it is in an empty arena. You know, they could put those on like HBO and you can actually hear them like cussing at each other. I don't know if you remember a few years ago when uh, there were riots in Baltimore and they had a baseball game with no fans. It was actually like a really cool watch because you can hear everything going on. So I, they, they were talking about the Golden State game tomorrow being played. I think they're playing the Nets, or they were playing the Nets, and they were going to play with no fans. And I was like, that actually might be a really fun watch, hearing them talk and call out plays and a different intimacy to the game. But, again, I think that the action that the NBA took today, it's the right action. I think so too, man. And uh, I think the players and stuff on Twitter, it's just hilarious going through everything on Twitter, uh, just their reactions and stuff. Um I don't know. It's just a, such a great community to be a part of with the NBA and um, just the players. I'm not, not like I'm a part of it, but it's just interesting how everyone's kind of, you know, there's, no one's fighting against each other with the ruling. And I think everyone just agrees 
how this is how it should be handled. And I think the fans can deal with it. They, the fans handled it perfectly good too, like leaving the stadiums mm-hmm. or the arenas mm-hmm. um, when they're asked to be to, to exit the stadium and you know, everything was okay. Like there was no riots or anything stupid. People aren't throwing anything or getting upset. I think there's a few boos, but everyone's handling this perfectly well, I think. Well, those boos only came from the people who paid $25 for parking. So I can empathize with that. Did you happen to see uh, President Trump when he came on at uh, 6 o'clock our time and he was talking about some of the steps that are being taken globally, how there's going to be no more incoming flights from Europe yeah. to the United... I mean, again, just such a weird day, man. I mean, hearing it first thing yeah. first thing this morning, you start to see some of these cancellations. And it all really kind of started last night when the Ivy League said, listen, we're just not going to do our conference tournament. And you're like, whoa, okay, that's an interesting... They're not even going to... Just period, okay. And then progressively throughout the day, it just kind of got weirder and weirder, you know? So is there anything else you got on this whole interesting day that we've experienced? The only thing is uh, they showed Mark Cuban his reaction to this whole thing, which was perfect because he said, we'll put together a program for them talking about the hourly workers at the stadium and everyone that earns a paycheck, you know, from these games. Mm-hmm. So I think the owners really got to take it upon themselves to actually help those people out and not using like the ticket money or anything like that to, to pay these people. I feel like the owners can, if, if it's a suspension for two, for two weeks, they should be able to pay the, the two-week salary for the people that work there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing that Mark Cuban actually spoke out to say that we're going to put something together for them because that's a, that was a big issue of this is people losing money. I know I, I still have to go to work tomorrow, but there might be days where we're not going to be able to come to work. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like just people helping each other out, that was a really great sign. So I just want to give a shout-out to that. No, I think you spot on with that. And one thing I was actually discussing – uh, with a coworker today when they first canceled the March Madness uh, ability for fans to attend those games is the, the first thing I said is I'm like, this doesn't hurt March Madness. This doesn't hurt the NCAA. People will still consume that content and watch those basketball games. This hurts those local economies. It hurts the guys, you know, who go into the stadiums and they're trying to sell peanuts out of their own pocket. You know, it hurts the, the guys around the stadium who do charge for parking. It hurts the people who have to come in and prepare and, you know, they're staying two hours after the games to clean up the stands after, you know, folks have less left. I mean, that was in my head, you know, I'm an operations manager. That's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, oh my gosh, think of all that, those people who are relying on that paycheck and they're not going to get it now because there's no one going to those games. And, you know, to your point, yeah. Mark Cuban stepping up and saying, you know what, we're still going to take care of those people. You know, they don't need to worry about that. You know, su- supporting that local economy is uh, one of those so- those byproducts of this suspension of the NBA season. And I'm hoping that other owners, you know, most notably Robert Sarver, follow suit. Yeah. No, you're right, man. Now, that being said, during these next two weeks, the Suns have, like, what, one home game? They play, They were supposed to play the Timberwolves next Wednesday. They're on a road swing, so I guess they get a, I guess they get a stay at home. Yeah, I guess they're going to stay home and uh, play video games, which is <laughs> fine. But um, I'm just hoping maybe I can get a couple of days off. I can work from home, you know. But who knows? We'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes, man. Yes, sir. Well, again, you know, it's been a very – it's been a very weird day in, in, in the NBA. It's been just a very weird day, you know, as part of this human experience that we call life. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Suns Report podcast. We'll still put out our, our Week 21 recap this upcoming Saturday, followed by a couple more podcasts next week pertaining to, you know, we have like a my top three 
collegiate pipelines for the Phoenix Suns. So some other fun content out there. But, you know, we figured with everything that's going on, it would only be right if we got together and just kind of discussed our thoughts based on this. So, you know, don't forget to subscribe to the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network where you can always find the best Suns content on the Internet. I actually put out an article today about who I think the Suns should draft, which is Obi Toppin. Uh, based on our last podcast that we had. So I did some research on that. So if you want something to read, stop by brightsideofthesun.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew Lissy at Matthew Lissy on Twitter. Say hi to us on Facebook. You know, just, just make sure you take care of yourself, people. Wash your hands. Make sure you start dabbing. Cough into your, uh, to the nook of your, sh- of your uh, elbow there, okay? <laughs> okay. Sounds great, man. All right. Well, this is John signing out. All right, go home and uh, stay home and love your family. (laughs) Amen. Take care.